Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News. So glad you can join us. This is Profiles and Practices of Top perform- Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. Dr. Kathy Greenberg is with us today. And you know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. In this show, we're focusing on our upcoming book, which is Emotional Brilliance. And we are going to be focusing on what top performers do in the moment to be a top performer. So what is it that they really do? What's some of the background? What's some of the strategies that they use? What kind of emotions do they experience in the moment? How do they gear themselves up for a top performance? How can we get a better understanding of our emotions? And what makes up an emotional brilliance performance? What emotions are most challenging for people that we're going to interview? And today will be Kathy and I, so we'll be talking about some of those issues for ourselves. And then uh, how do people manage their emotions? What strategies, what hacks, what can we learn from them? So today we're going to go into what we've been researching and, and writing, emotional Brilliance, How to Live a Fearless Life. Today we're going to look at some of the tools for mastery. And you know that we've interviewed hundreds of leaders and authors and stars across the, our last 13 years of doing leadership development news. And we have millions of downloads and people in 27 countries, 125 uh, cities. And so let me bring on uh, my co-host. We're so glad you're here, Kathy, and glad that we can share some of this with our folks. Welcome, Kathy. Thanks, Relly. Um, I am obviously elated uh, to be here with you today and talking to our favorite audience. It's unbelievable that we have been doing this now for 13 years. We're still top-ranked on the Voice America Network and delighted that we are across the globe, and that so many people resonate with our messages. So today, we're going to give them a lot of good detail on tools for mastery, and uh, very excited to share all of what we have, because as you and I both know, we're going to be engaging in some things like the laws of feelings, Um, having that moment of mastery and understanding that feelings aren't biodegradable. And we're going to use uh, one of the new nomenclatures for that. And that's the name NAME process for feelings. And, you know, these aren't, these aren't just strategies for, for leaders in the corporate environment uh, or individuals on the battlefield or on, if you will, uh, a boardroom uh, type, um, you know, environment. This is for anybody who is also managing their home front, managing in their communities, uh, helping to raise future generations of leaders. So uh, let me start by just making sure that our audience is up to speed with uh, who we are in case they're tuning in for the first time. But also, you and I are doing so many new things, so many different things uh, since we started this show 13 right. years ago. It might be nice for, uh, for our audience to catch up with us. So give me a minute to brag about you. 
okay. for a lot of reasons. Um, one, because I love you. Two, because you're my co-host. And, uh, and three, because you're doing such phenomenal work uh, with leaders uh, across industries and most recently in healthcare where it's, it's so desperately needed. So for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, I am speaking about Dr. Relly Nadler. Uh, he is a master level certified executive coach, a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer, and Dr. Nadler brings his legendary expertise, oops, <clears throat> getting choked up here, it's allergy season, oh. um, in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, his consulting and coaching and development programs. And he is the author of six books, including a brand new book called Physician Burnout. Dr. Nadler's top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries. And if you don't have a copy, get one. And if you want a shorthand, his Leadership Keys, which is his field guide, is available on Amazon. You can get it as a book or an ebook, And he offers a free iApp called Leadership Keys with videos you can find at your app store. You know, Relly is a popular blogger on psychology today with over 225,000 reads. He's a keynote speaker on emotional intelligence, executive coaching, and peak performance. And I'm so proud to call him a friend and my co-host all these years. If you want to measure your EQ and get some great free resources from Relly, all you need to do is text EI Central. That's EI. C-E-N-T-R-A-L to 38470, 38470, or visit him at com. all lowercase, no spaces, com, And hopefully, you'll be getting lots of free resources that you'll love and want to share. Well, thank you, Kathy. Uh, it's great to to be with you and for folks that don't know Dr. Kathy Greenberg first she's she's kind of an incredible spirit does really incredible service with our military folks um, a variety of government agencies and Kathy coaches executives and entire companies on her proven work life strategies on positive psychology and now the science of courage we're taking some of that information into our emotional brilliance Kathy is the First Lady of Fearless Living on ABC TV. She has authored multiple popular books on the science of happiness, including What Happy Working Mothers Know. She touches millions as a much-in-demand speaker, TV, radio, and media personality. And in addition, in her past, she's a founder of four consultancies, three leadership institutes. Kathy actively supports the behavioral research while offering friendly tips and tools to be your best at work on ABC's The Morning Blend. And like Kathy mentioned, I have an uh, iPhone app. Well, Kathy has a free iPhone app. You can see her glowing face. It's called Your Happiness Now. She has a lot of tips and tools for how you can be happier. And then her latest number one best-selling book uh, with her work with special operations, sports athletes, and global executives is called Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus. Fearless leaders, sharpen your focus. 
and that's available on Amazon. You can visit her and her team of working warriors at www.fearlessleadersquiz.com, www.fearlessleadersquiz.com. And there's a lot of free tools in there. Kathy and I both want to uh, help you in, in your focus and your journey to be a better leader. How can you be a better leader for your folks? So both of our websites have tons of you know, free information. So, Kathy, let's talk so really, maybe a before, little bit about our... Yeah, I was going to say, we're so anxious to talk about emotional yeah. brilliance. Where do you want to start? Well, let's talk about a little bit of the, what we have is emotional brilliance, and this is the working definition. So, for our listeners, you know, we're in the process of researching, and if you haven't written a book before, you know, it takes a while, but it's the, the, the depth of the information and then synthesizing it is such a great process, and I'm uh, really happy, Kathy, for you and I to be this, uh, do this together. So when we talk about emotional brilliance, a lot of this is um, looking at both of us have an expertise in emotional intelligence. And so as we're looking at emotional intelligence, there's a variety of uh, emotional intelligence assessments that uh, we want to let you know about in our book. We're both certified in the emotional quotient inventory and some other uh, EI uh, inventories, but Ideally, our goal is to help you expand, improve, and select the best emotional competencies and strengths to master the moment. So once you have a wide variety of what your strengths are, um, how do you pick the best ones in the moment that will best serve you? So one of the things that we're thinking about in this vision of this is if you think about uh, emotional intelligence as a target, and it's got a variety of great competencies, and you can measure yourself, the bullseye is emotional brilliance. So of those, which ones do you leverage? Which do you draw in the moment? So in the moment, depending on the situation, you can be your best you. You can make the best decisions. You can make the best judgments. What comes out of your mouth is the best communication. And that's really uh, our, the focus uh, of the book. And Kathy, you want to say some more about that before we'll actually get into some of the specifics? Well, I, I think it's, to me, it's important for the audience to know <clears throat> that you've been practicing this and you're a lot more emotionally uh, brilliant than I am. <laughs> I think the idea uh, I don't know of about the that. target, our audience can just, you know, envision this with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as I said before, whether you are a warrior in the boardroom or on the battlefield or on the home front, that whole deal of a target, right? That right. whole, if you can visualize it, your whole target, the goal is emotional intelligence. Right. And when you're really being emotionally brilliant, you are in that sweet spot, that inner mm-hmm. circle called the bullseye. Right. And anybody can learn this, and I'm proof. Um, you know, I was, uh, I was raised a glass half empty. I learned how to be a glass half full. And I've worked very, very hard over the last 13 years with the help of an expert who's now my co-host to uh, embody a lot of this thinking and engage it in, yeah. in a way that's incredibly powerful so that when I am in that moment, uh, whether it's going through TSA as we all do when we travel, or uh, running late for that plane or that train or that meeting, as we all do, 
It's just life. But learning how to master that moment and being in that sweet spot, that emotionally brilliant bullseye, that's what we're going to talk about today. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. So Kathy and I are really excited talking about our new book. We've had this on uh, uh, some shows in the past and have gotten uh, <clears throat> really good feedback about that. 
And so, one, we love talking about it. Two, it gets you, the audience, interested in what will be forthcoming. And three, any kind of information we can give you that you can immediately apply. So before the break, we were talking about this idea of, of the bullseye. Another way of saying that is, depending on the situation, what's your go-to strengths? What's your go-to competencies? And can you, in the moment, can you bring those to the forefront and utilize those? So it's somewhat looking at positive psychology, emotional intelligence, uh, evidence-based you know, strengths, you know, and how, in the moment, can you draw from that collection? So we're excited um, to give you some tools and tips. And so, Kathy, maybe a place to start is just thinking about uh, why emotions are so challenging today uh, in the work world and at home. And I'll say a couple things, and you know, we can trade back and forth. But one of the things oh, that we've yeah, seen, and I'm sure, let's start there, definitely. Okay, good. That I, that I'm sure you've seen in your work in consulting, my work in consulting, in coaching. You know, we're both in different organizations, so we kind of bring that expertise to our audience. So we like to say we now have outsourced our thinking. And during the break, Kathy and I were just talking about we have a lot of our skills on Alexa. And so the idea, and this is only going to happen more so, that people don't have to think that much because we have Alexa, we have Siri, we have smart cars. I just looked at a a Tesla that was a self-driving car. So, you know, all that is great as far as innovation, um, but I think our brain is going to atrophy a bit because every thinking is outsourced. So emotional brilliance is how do we bring in some of that thinking? How do we insource our thinking, really knowing our strengths, knowing our values, knowing in the moment what's the best thing to do? And some of this uh, is reflective of some of the work we already know. Daniel Kahneman, who wrote the book Thinking Fast and Slow, basically said, um, we're great at thinking fast. I don't think anybody, Kathy, in our audience needs more practice in thinking fast. We all need reflective time, downtime, thinking slow. Kahneman basically said, why don't we like to think slow? And I think this is provocative. Well, we're lazy. We're intellectually lazy. And I think that the brain atrophy that we're talking about, outsourced thinking, I think it's going to happen more. I mean, anybody who has kids and you see them on their phone, you know, no one thinks about anything. We ask Google. We ask Siri. And so that whole idea that our thinking is outsourced is one of the reasons that we want to create some more balance and do more thinking. Kathy and I are coaches, and a lot of what we bring to the leaders we work with is a thinking partner. In the conversation with us, they can think deeper. They can get more resources. So that's that aspect about, uh, you know, why now? Kathy, you, you want to say well, about that gonna, before we go to... Yeah, I'm going to take a little bit of a different view and okay. um, play devil's advocate here on the idea of um, how we've outsourced our thinking. We have not outsourced our emotions. Hmm. And I think we are just as emotionally lazy taking the emotional shortcut and thinking we're winning when, in fact, we are losing. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. So we sit down at a long-awaited meeting with a colleague or a client or 
someone we're interviewing potentially for an opportunity. And the first thing we do is put our phone face up on the table, which declares to that individual how unimportant they truly are. And then we spend the entire lunch or the entire meal interacting with a waitress or a waiter in a less than tactful way. We bark our food order. We smirk at their uh, faults within, you know, reason. Um, And we often smile inappropriately and provide emotional responses inappropriately as though we haven't already always listening about what they're saying and what we're going to hear. And that ineffective, memorized reaction Uh totally takes the meeting off the line. And so I believe we're not only intellectually lazy, Uh but I believe that we have outsourced in many instances our emotions to an interaction with another human being almost as though we are a smart car or a smart home that knows what to do (laughs) when, in fact, you Uh, and I both know that emotions are not biodegradable. And if we are not in tune with the person who we are sitting across from and truly use, in Kahneman's words, slow thinking to absorb, to reflect, and not Uh just react, we are losing the one human element that will make us successful in any moment if we can master it. So, Kathy, this was great about this. So I think that was a brilliant response. You know, in in the moment, we're creating some of this in our conversation, which basically, you know, a lot of creativity is. But I think you're right around the emotions. We haven't said it that way, but we are emotionally lazy. We don't really want to look at them, so we'd rather have our emotions, I think, uh, outsourced or automated is what I'm hearing you say. So emotions, you know, you our go. emotions exactly. are automated because um, it, our emotions can be scary, and we don't really know that much about them. So our, I think what we're looking at you know, around emotional brilliance and, and you know, emotions, you know, the idea of... Uh, being in the moment and knowing what's going on is bringing more intelligence to your emotions, which is one of the definitions of emotional intelligence. So let's no, absolutely. And I think there's something there in our target model, right? The goal is always to be emotionally intelligent. And then, you know, being emotionally brilliant in that moment right. as the, that bullseye, it, yeah. it should really qualify it should qualify our interactions. So what do we yeah. want, right, in this interaction? Yeah. And recognizing, well, I'm meeting with somebody who could potentially be a competitor. All right, well, do you want to go at that interaction with fear? Or do you want to go at that action or that interaction with an openness and courage right. to what you might learn about yourself and that other person that brings yeah. you more to a win-win versus a win-lose. Mm-hmm. Well, good. So I'm just kind of writing some of this down as we're creating here. So if our thinking is outsources, 
our emotions are often on autopilot. And so this idea of being emotionally brilliant is, you know, trying to bring that into that, your, your go-to, what's most important. So let's say a little bit right. about, now. Mm-hmm. yeah, these kind of, we kind of put together some of these laws of, of feelings and maybe we're, we, we're going to have this in the book, but I think some of it is just some new information. I'll, I'll highlight a couple, Kathy, if you want to highlight a couple. Um, sure. You know, the first two, you know, emotions are electrical chemical signals that flow through us in an unending cycle. So we're always having emotions. And then one of the definitions and that we're going to clarify in our book is uh, what's the difference between emotions and feelings? And so we want to clarify some of the great work by Antonio Damasio, Pansep, you know, a couple other key researchers are really saying that feelings are interpreted from our, or they're a uh, conscious mental experience created from these body sensations. So you have these sensations, and we feel them, and then how do we make sense of them? That's what a, a feeling is. So it's really the interpretation of what these sensations, these emotions going on, and when we give it an interpretation, that is one of the aspects that we're saying, okay, now it's a feeling. We're kind of refining it into a feeling. And let me say right. one more so, thing. And then so shorthand for me, because I'm a little, um, you know, I, I'm a neuroscientist at heart, but it's, for me, I have to visualize. So for our audience, yeah. you know, Relly is saying emotions are electrochemical signals, right, that flow through us in an unending cycle. And the proof of that is when you get close to someone, whether it's standing in line at the grocery store or getting into an Uber, uh, or, uh, you know, meeting up with your loved one. There is a dynamic that occurs, which are emotions and feelings. So how do you differentiate those, right? So for me, really, the shorthand is, you know, emotions create a trigger. Right. The trigger is that electrochemical signal. Mm-hmm. And that electrochemical signal goes to my body through my spinal cord, and it creates a reaction in me. So sometimes that emotion is to grow closer. So, you know, you want to hug. And sometimes that emotion is, you know, I need to keep my distance, right? So I take a step back. Um, at the same time, feelings, feelings which are being interpreted by that interaction are in our mind, those are mental experiences. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. when we come back from this break, we'll talk a little bit more about emotions in the body and feelings and the mind. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. 
Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Kathy and I are talking about uh, our new book coming out, uh, Emotional Brilliance, How to Live a Fearless Life. And uh, we're talking about emotions, or actually talking about feelings. So, um, you know, emotions and feelings, and many of us confuse those. So what we're talking about with feelings, they are the mental experiences of the body states, which arise as the brain interprets these emotions. So I like the way that's... That said, and Antonio Damasio, who is uh, the director of the Brain and Creative Institute at University of Southern California, is one of the foremost researchers. Some emotions are spontaneous. So, you know, you hear uh, a loud noise, you're going to feel something like, oh, is that a shot? Is that a door slamming? You know, it's a spontaneous, uh, it gets evoked spontaneously. Other ones are provoked. And so provoked, this is where we end up having a stimuli or something in our past that reminds us. And so a provoked uh, experience is, let's say, someone raises their voice to you and they're, you know, they um, may sound a little critical. It may sound like evokes some of the feelings you may have had with your parents when they were critical. So you're bringing in some of your past experiences uh, that, those feelings get stimuli. So it could be images, something similar. So it is an interesting distinction between what's spontaneous, which then is maintaining our, our homeostasis, making sure that if it is a true threat, you know, that our respiration and, and um, pulse and everything goes up to deal with that. 
And so that's spontaneous. Others are provoked, meaning that we've kind of created some of that. Kathy, you want to well, you maybe know, share really one more that we have? And yeah, the rest I just want to, um, again, I, I guess today I'm not being contentious. <laughs> Uh, you know, I look at life from my own experiences uh, as a, you know, a single mother, uh, a woman who uh, was the first to do many things in her career uh, along whatever journey I've taken. Um, and, I, you know, there's this whole movement now among women to be, quote unquote, a badass. I can't tell you how many times I've been introduced over the past couple of years as a speaker with the word badass in there. And I've never used the word badass in my mm. interpretation of what anybody right. does, <laughs> male or female. Yeah. Um, just the word badass itself, yeah. right? Provokes, right? It provokes something yeah, exactly. in a human being. And so, you know, when you show up uh, as um, somebody who is uh, fairly attractive, fairly well-groomed, fairly well-spoken, uh, fairly articulate and fairly good at explaining to people why emotions matter, uh-huh. uh, unless you are, I guess, a badass, nobody wants to listen. But <laughs> I, I really, I, have, I do have an issue with that. And I, I yeah. do also think, um, and, and I love Simon Sinek, so Simon, if you're listening or if any of your audience and, and your fans are listening, um, you know, I think Simon uh, certainly has a message, and his message is to provoke. Um, I would love it if Simon would simply add to his provocation speeches the references and the, you know, um, just say, if he could, that the ideas that he's synthesizing and bringing to life in these short uh, webinars and speeches come from years and years of research uh, yeah. on what matters as opposed to, um, you know, acting as though his idea is de novo, is created from a blank slate. Um, and that provokes me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can hear it. somebody who listens to many of these wonderful webinars, whether it's a TEDx talk where I've also been a, a speaker uh, or any of these abbreviated programs on behavior, in the workplace uh, or behavior in life, uh, you can either have a spontaneous reaction like I do to some of these people, which is, all right, great information, but please don't act as though you're the first one to discover this. You may have packaged it in a way that makes it possible for other people to get it, but the whole idea of provoking awareness provoking a little bit of that anxiety over a subject is what people are getting addicted to. And as we know, any addiction, any addiction, whether it's text messages, emails, alcohol, drugs, they elicit within the brain the release of dopamine. And so what we're always responding to when it comes to emotions and feelings, going back to that electrochemical signal that flows through us in an unending cycle, we are responding to that dopamine. Mm. And where we get it is very important. Right. So what's interesting about that, at least on, on the dopamine, is 
one of the things in hearing more about dopamine is, is the anticipation of something that's going to happen. So for the addict, like you're saying, whether it's cocaine, it's the rush, but it is that going back to the feelings, it's that mental picture of, oh, I'm going to get a rush, or sometimes the pre-planning around a vacation releases dopamine, and it's that picture, that mental image that is that chemical coming up, you know, which now we're saying is, and when we put a name to it, is the feelings of the anticipation, the excitement. We all know sometimes the anticipation, that feeling is better than the whole, when it actually happens. Um, well, so and in fact, you know, to your point, as we talk about why emotions matter and the laws of feelings, human beings are anticipation machines. We yes. are one giant anticipation machine. And that is why, in many instances, being present is so hard for us. Yes. When, you know, if you've ever gone to a class uh, on mindfulness, and you and I teach mindfulness, if you've ever gone to a class on mindfulness, it's very difficult to keep people in the class during the program because we're all anticipation machines, negative Mm -hmm. or positive. We anticipate something in a positive way when we're going on vacation or looking forward to a family gathering, that's a celebration, hopefully, and uh, maybe an impending birth or a wedding, okay? When we also anticipate, sometimes they're negative feelings. Uh, It's a feeling about a decision that has to be made or a relationship that might not have the qualities uh, that we expected. Uh, Or there's a physical or mental illness that is weighing us down and the anticipation of when that will, if you will, wave over us like a, you know, like water and carry us away is also an anticipatory feeling. So human beings, unlike robots or artificial intelligence or any of the means by which we believe our future is going, if I talk to Uh, CTOs, you know, chief technology officers uh, around the world, we forget that if there is not this element of emotional intelligence and without the moment of emotional brilliance, there is no interaction Mm -hmm. that any of these automated thinking systems will be able to achieve. And I thank God for that. Because human beings being able to relate to each other as human beings is a gift that we need to sacredly protect. So, Kaz, let me just say, I'll share a couple more of these uh, laws of feelings that we can zero in on. Sure. uh, Maybe one of them. So, one, everybody knows this one already. Feelings are contagious. So you already know when someone, your significant other spouse or partner is tense, you, know, you walk in there, you feel it. You know it without any words going on. And it's contagious. You know, so you can feel intense or stressed. And negative feelings, Kathy, like you said, the repeatable ones are stronger than positive ones. And so what do we do? We end up replaying these negative experiences, that's that scene, it's that image of maybe it happened in the past and we replay it. Maybe it's, it's something that we're afraid about in the future and we replay it. So you may, you may want to think about 
it's kind of this slideshow, and a lot of what Kathy and I are talking about is trying to give you visual images, and so often can you take control of the slideshow? And the slideshow could be something negative that happened in the past. How often do you see that same slideshow? The slideshow could be anticipation or anxiety of what could go wrong in the future, as Kathy's saying, the anticipation of that. And so that's the slideshow. Well, being brilliant in the moment is you trying to take control of that slideshow. That slideshow happens automatically for all the reasons we're saying. It's trying to be self-protective. It's trying to kind of get ahead of what could go wrong. And all those are self-protective, but also it can get in the way. And some of the, the research that we know that if you replay negative feelings, or we're talking about kind of this negative slideshow over and over, it can destroy your memory and emotional regulation within five or ten minutes of replaying that. That comes from uh, Andy Newberg and Mark um, Waldman, who we interviewed Andy Newberg. So let me just say that again. Five or ten minutes of seeing what now we're calling that negative slideshow over and over can destroy your memory and emotional regulation. Emotional regulation is a lot of what we're going to talk about in the book. How do you regulate yourself? And so that's why yeah, me, these emotions are so here. important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to jump in here with some data. So, uh, And, of course, you know, we like to be a little more scientific than our, our colleagues uh, doing these webinars. But the American Institute of Stress found today's stress is more than in the past, and especially in the workplace. And well over, okay, well over 40% of of people found that in the workplace, they want to do one of two things. 14% of respondents felt like striking a coworker, but they didn't. And 29, sorry, 25% have felt like screaming or shouting in the workplace. So, you know, think about how you are regulating yourself and think about what's going on to the employees and the people you work with in your environment. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Don't go away. We've got some secrets about how feelings are contagious. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 
Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle. The Voice America interactive radio player powered by Aircast gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for your iPhone, Android, or Amazon Kindle powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Kathy and I are talking about um, the research and the excitement that we have about emotional brilliance, how to live a fearless life, and we're talking about um, emotions into feelings, and we've talked about some of the laws of feelings. We'll share one more, and the rest of them will be in our book, but the idea that feelings have an intent, uh, an, oh, let me see this one, if you are unaware of your feelings, you will match the intensity of others' feelings. Let me say that again. So, you know, a lot of this is being in the moment, mindfulness. If you're unaware of your feelings, unconsciously you will match the intensity of someone else's feelings. So if they are angry and really upset, and we've all seen that, then we get angry and upset. You know, we kind of match that intensity. Emotional brilliance is really in the moment saying, okay, how do I want to respond? They're, they're out of control. They're angry. They're upset. How do I want to respond in this situation. And Kath, maybe you can give some examples, you know, because you work with government uh, and, and military folks, you know, who have to manage their emotions. They can't just unconsciously match what's going on with somebody else. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the laws of feelings, which will also be in the book, is the more you know about your feelings, the more you know about others. Yes. Or, right, what others are doing to impact you. And, you know, our whole goal here is emotional intelligence, which is building empathy, understanding empathy, and demonstrating empathy. But often in the environments where our military operates, empathy in the wrong place will get you killed. So it's important for us to understand that the one we started out with, emotions are electrochemical signals that flow through us in an unending cycle. It's very important to understand that your emotional brilliance in that bullseye moment is to understand you and your relationship to others in that electrochemical signaling. So if you are in an office environment and you are working with a colleague and you can feel that that individual is having a difficult time, even if they don't say it because they likely will not share it, 
You can always ask for a pause. You can always ask for a moment and demonstrate empathy without necessarily putting you or the other person at risk. Mm -hmm. So one of those ways might be, hey, why don't we grab a cup of coffee? Why don't we grab some water? Okay, why don't we take a break? Uh, You know, how can I support you in completing this task? You can do it without putting the person in a position where they have to share their emotion. But if you demonstrate the empathy, you build a relationship with that individual. And by knowing more about you and your feelings and how you're being impacted by that person's energy, you have everything you need to stop that cycle to pause it long enough to take a breath and to demonstrate the behavior you truly wish to demonstrate emotionally and physically without putting either party at risk. So, Kath, let me just I'll give you, our, you and our audience an example. You know, in the moment when someone is escalating or they're hurt and we either try to fix it or we escalate to the same moment, the more that we can practice empathy, that is in the moment, this moment mastery of reflecting back what we hear them saying, what's going on for them, de-escalates the intensity. It also, if it de-escalates the intensity, it increases um, the connection. And so you have to be in the moment to say, what's going on for me? What's going on for them? If you are on autopilot around your emotions, you just are defending. You're defensive, you're angry, you're upset, you know, if that's the case, or you're trying to fix them, which they don't want either, if they're suffering, to truly be in the moment, and this is the emotional brilliance, is having, not uh, in this example, is having that empathic response, lets them feel heard, and, does, and de-escalates it. And so it's often, I would say, especially around anger, and we've seen this, when you give someone their argument, you take the wind out of their argument. It is an emotionally brilliant uh, response because you let them know, I know what's going on for you. You take the wind out of their argument. They don't have to keep giving the same argument because you've empathically responded that. So when you give them the argument, you take the wind out of it would be an example of an emotionally brilliant response. I hope I'm going to make the audience laugh with this example. So, uh, one of my redundant experiences, and I don't know if anybody else shares this. Yeah, all right. So, Kath, it is breaking up. Let me just kind of uh, reiterate a little bit of what I hear you saying because I'm not catching every every word. That's fine. We can. Yeah. So let me just follow up on that. So, the idea of this emotional brilliance. Um, you know, we gave some different examples. You know, in the moment, how do you respond? And so that's where this idea, one of the things we have in a book, if you're looking, if you're uh, like formulas, uh, empathy, which Kathy and I are talking about, times insight. Empathy, what do you know about them? What do you know, insight, what do you know about yourself? Times clarity is a top performer, or that's one of the definitions of, a, of emotional brilliance. What do you know about others? What do you know about yourself? And the more you know about others, the more you know about yourself, clarity is going to allow more of those brilliant moments. 
And when we think about emotional brilliance and we think about these feelings and how without realizing it, we are replaying that slideshow over and over, we're re-injuring our memory or injuring our memory and um, the emotional regulation, meaning that how do we regulate our emotions? We may explode. We may lose it. And we've seen many uh, leaders and executives um, get what's called hijacked. The emotional part of their brain, the amygdala, takes over. It's called an amygdala hijack. And I think Daniel Goleman popularized the term. I don't know if he created it, but he popularized the term, the amygdala hijack. And so now that part of the brain overtakes the executive functioning. And as a consequence, someone gets hijacked. And so to prevent hijacks, on the next shows, we're going to go through our process that we are talking about, and we're using the acronym name around emotions, because the question is, you know, what do you do with them? Well, you have to notice what you're feeling is the N, and name it, notice a name. You have to accept the feelings, okay, instead of pushing it away. And then the critical piece that we're going to give a lot of strategy to is how do you manage it? How do you manage your thoughts? How do you manage your behavior? And then the E in name, N-A-M-E, would be do you express it? Do you express it to yourself? Do you express it to someone else? It may take some preparation. So we'll get more into those strategies around notice and name, accept, manage, and express. And so this has been uh, Leadership Development News. We're zeroing in on our book, Emotional Brands. So tune in to tune up your top performance, and we will continue to talk about how you can be a top performer. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. 